This is the Striving Butterfly Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Colleen, your host for the Striving Butterfly Podcast. The Striving Butterfly is a storytelling podcast that takes you on a deep dive into my own personal journey, where I sit down and reveal the ups and downs of navigating life, all whilst battling trauma, disappointment, heartbreak, and failure. The aim is to encourage, empower, and to help you restore what you've lost or hidden due to past mistakes and events which has caused you to wear an armour and to hide your true self. Before the break, I was talking to you about the start of my journey in friendships, what impacts friendships has had on me, the types of friendships I've had and the turning point. Let's continue at where I left off. We ended up actually having a fight. We ended up actually having a fight. She called my she called my mobile phone one Sunday and anyone that would really know me knows that every Sunday I am very much with my mother we chill we hang we have Sunday dinner together um very very close and she called and at this time I wasn't actually at home I was hanging out with my partner my new friend at the time and her partner so we're all just jamming chilling and she calls just cussing and making threats of going to my mother's house and causing a commotion I'm very sensitive when it comes to my mum so I was like "Mm -mm, this nagwan this is definitely not happening um Nah, nah, this is not happening. So the phone drops. Try and call her back, no answer. And my friend's partner at the time was going mad because of her behavior in the States and just her disrespect for when she called. So it was like, definitely call it back. We got through in the end and we arranged to meet at a location blockbusters um that's all i'm giving you uh, <laughs> we met at blockbusters and it went left so far left that you couldn't turn right if you wanted to we got into a physical altercation one was punching the other was pulling hair it was a mess uh, let you figure out who was punching and who was pulling hair but I am not a hair puller it diffused and then in another space another fight occurred and it was just all kicking off in the end we weren't getting anywhere I look back at it now and I laugh at the fact that we actually had a fight at Blockbusters you really really deep it It's so sad because I couldn't even tell you why we fell out. 
she most probably has her reasons of why she can't tan me um and what made her think yeah I don't like her and she's this she's that and the other but I couldn't actually tell you but what I do know is I stopped talking to her because we got into an altercation she threatened my mum and she threatened me and she thought it was okay to want to have a fight with me so from the time the fight happened it was like nope we're not doing this and we we can do this and we did but our friendship is dead 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 and what occurred is no more communication between the two of us and the friend that we went on holiday with we sparked up a closer relationship because our partners were good friends so we gelled and hanged out a lot more with each other and it was nice it was really really nice it was really cool it went on years and years and years And lots of changes happened in my life at the time. And she became someone that I could truly trust, jam. We were very relatable in a sense where we had similar, the same upbringing and background. And it was a refreshing dynamic after the toxic friendship or the friendship that turned toxic after having such a long-standing friendship. So it was refreshing afterwards having someone that you could chill and jam with and I just weren't lost without any friends because... I didn't have many friends and when it got sour with the other girl, everything else went with it. So it was like, you stay so far left and you can stay far left with all of those other people as well because I ain't got time for it. And I cut that. So this friendship was really quite refreshing and it was nice. But it was sad as well um, in a sense where... I got to meet and hang out with a lot of her friends or friends and family members and brothers and sisters. And it was, got on with her mum really well. Loved them, like really did, really got on well. Was welcomed at the house. Um, it was just really, really nice. But I couldn't tell you her reasons but there was a lot of, I was informed and heard, there was a lot of talking behind my back that occurred a few years within our relationship and our friendship. So when I had my daughter, I became very close friends 
with a family member on her dad's side. And she was really supportive and she was around me a lot and I was around her and her family a lot. So we sparked a friendship. We had a few things in common. Um, We used to go out for lunches. You know, she worked down the road from me. So we really invested in each other's friendship as well as invested in my daughter so it was it was really really nice and she was family and it very much felt because I sparked a new friendship it made my other friend somewhat jealous if I use the term of the new friendship that I had and I found it really really odd and really strange Because I always seem to meet friends that have other friends, other female friends. But there always seems to be a problem whenever I meet other female friends. It's like, no, it's only you and me. But me, I can have all these other friends. And it's like, why? So I found it really awkward whenever... It was a birthday or an event and the both of them would be around. Because they wouldn't really talk to each other. And then I would have to sort of turn my head to have a conversation with one and then turn my head the other way to have a conversation with another. They weren't really, didn't really have that much in common apart from me. Um, So I continued the friendship with both of them and we had great friendships. Um, I traveled with both of them on different occasions. We used to go different sort of venues and clubs. um, And with the family friend friendship, it was quite cool because her parents would look after Kyla. So on Fridays, you know, I would go to her house, chill out. I'd bring my daughter, Kyla, and the parents would love looking after her. And we would go out in the evening to a bar and then we'll come back and Kyla would be snoozing in the bed. So, and I would stay overnight because it was, it was so cool. It was lovely. And that friendship just grew and grew and grew. But guess what happened? (laughs) I went back to uni after um, giving birth to Kyla and I met a new friend, the friend who I am still friends with now and is my absolute bestie and trusted bestie. And the reason why I'm no longer talking to the family friend or the friend I went on holiday with that was from secondary school is because the family friend didn't like the relationship I sparked up with my uni friend. And the two of them, so the holiday friend and the family friend 
sparked up a friendship together. No, I'm not using names, so it most probably is a little tricky, but I'll say that again. The friend I went on holiday with and the commotion happened, she now got friends and became friends with the family friend who I used to hang out with. The two didn't really like each other because they didn't really get on. They didn't have much in common. But tell me how I found out. So, I found out because now I was invited on a trip, a girl's trip, by my uni friend. And I was like, oh, I've never gone on a group girl's trip. I've gone on holiday with my best friend and usually it's just been my best friend and maybe one other person. So, you know, three maximum outside of the commotion that happened in Florida. But I haven't been on a girl's trip where I don't know anyone, don't really, really know anyone, just gone out a couple of times. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. And I was like, oh, can I invite someone? And she was like, yeah, cool. At the time, she was pregnant, but would have given birth and baby would have been of a few months, um, decent few months. So I invited her and she declined, but she was like, no, 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 go, go, go. It's going to be really good. I went had an amazing time (laughs) we had a great time and you know the friendship that we had at uni just grew and bloomed and got so much stronger when we went on holiday and traveled together because we shared a room together we were batty and bench in a sense where are we going left are we going right are we going to the beach club or are we going to the the pool party or are we staying at the club or are we going back what are we doing um like we were just our friendship just really really grew and I laughed because it was a great time (laughs) you know when memories flash back and you're like damn yeah that was good um and but I went on the trip with a bunch of girls that I didn't really know too tough. It was only my uni friend that I knew really, really well. And we decided that, you know, we'll continue hanging out when we come back. So we continued going to clubs and bars. So the girls that I met on the trip, we continued when we came back into the UK to hang out a bit more, came more frequent, um, you know, out on a Tuesday, out on a Friday. Uh, Kyla now was with her dad every other weekend. My other friend, she was very much at home with baby, didn't really go out. However, I used to go to her house every Friday. I used to go to her house 
because it was on the way back from work and used to chill and hang out. And when I came back from my trip, I was calling and we used to talk every morning. That early morning call was a myth if we was talking to each other in the mornings now. Um, it would get later, later on in the day and the conversations were just very one-worded, um, very stiff. So I was like, okay. Kept on trying, kept on trying because I didn't really figure it out. I thought, ah, you know, in pregnancy, mother mode, this is normal. I've been through that. So stuck with it, stuck with it. And she just seemed very weird and very different. So... I told my mum and she was like, stick with it. Like, you know, she just had a baby. So most probably going through some the motions and changes, stick with it. I stuck with it. And the distance between us just continued to grow. So I'm like, okay, this still feels a bit weird, but I'm going to continue reaching out. And I did. And then... The girls said, ah, we're going Ibiza. Do you want to go? I was like, yeah. And I think I invited her. I think she declined again. And I invited my little sis who came along. And we had another good time. And I remember coming back. And, you know, just having a good, good laugh. Good, good laugh. We made some friends out there. Friends who I'm still friends with now. Um, and we used to hang out, chop it up, as people would say, um, talk. And I remember when I come back, this were Blackberry days. Blackberry. We were talking on BBM Messenger. Just going back and forth, back and forth. And it was so late, but I remember just being in the living room and it was dark and I was just on the couch. And you know, when you're talking, you just still flick through your phone. So I'm flicking through the phone and I've seen a picture change of one of the girls. And it was either one, it was one of them. And I had a look and she was out at a bar. You could see that she was out at a bar and... She's taking a picture with a glass in her hand. And then two twos. On the flip side. I've come out of it. Now the family friend girls changed her picture. And I kid you not. It was the reverse picture of the girl. So I was like. Rah. These two have met up. These two have met up. The two that didn't have anything in common have now met up. They don't have time for me. They don't want to answer my calls. Can't really hang out. Now they are chopping it up with each other at a bar. And I didn't get the memo. Okay, cool. Went on like normal. None the wiser. No one said anything. Just made out that there was distance but weren't that deep of a distance 
I reached out to the family friend to talk to her face to face. In a nutshell, she made out like there's nothing really wrong between us. But at the same time, you could see that there was everything wrong. Um, my mum said meet her face to face. So I did. And I confronted her and she made out that there's nothing wrong. So, OK, there's nothing wrong. We continue. But there was everything wrong because the relationship continued to deteriorate. There was nothing there. Nothing there at all. And when I asked to drop a gift, um, I sort of got a response back that was quite shocking to me. In a sense of, like, me and you are not friends. And I thought, I met you and you said everything's fine. Now we're not friends. Okay. Okay, we're not friends. And... I left that like that, but I thought, you know what, it's going to blow over, it's a moment, it's a phrase, you know, she might be going through postpartum, she was probably like after baby stress, blues, you know, she's doing it on her own, maybe she's going through some motions, I just felt real saddened at the time and broken because I, I did, I invested a lot in the friendship and in the friendships. I, I took them as my family, their godmothers to my daughter. You know, I'm godmother to one of their daughters. We went on holiday together. You helped me through difficult times. I help you through difficult times. We're not in our teens. I shared real personal stuff and vice versa. How has this deteriorated to a point that we just seem like completely two different sets of people that have never met before and nothing was actually said no conversations was had it was all made out that it was all in my head and it was sort of thing of let's just separate but not say anything let's just go our separate ways but not have a conversation and I thought, I can't do that. I can't do that. So I made a decision when an occasion was going to happen, when everyone's going to be in person. And it was too difficult for me to try and cut things off before because we had a lot of mutual friends. I thought, you know what? After this event, after this event, I'm going to cut them off. I'm going to absolutely cut them off. I'm not having this in my life where I'm questioning what I did. When I'm 
not even confronted with honesty when I hadn't literally done anything wrong. All I did was started hanging out with my university friend. We had things in common. She invited me places and it was a great opportunity. She loved to be around me. We had a laugh. We had each other's back. So why shouldn't I go? There was no conflict of interest. It was two girls met at uni. Two opposites that met. Two weirdos that met. That literally sparked up a friendship. That shouldn't have made a difference to the other friendships. Should have been, you know what? This is something else. This is a different type of friendship. I know you from school. I know you from family. And I know you from university. We can all together be friends. But no, didn't work like that. So I took the decision to... Go through the night knowing full well what I was going to do. And at the end of the night, I sent a message, text message. Just basically expressing to them how I feel. Expressing to them that I no longer want to be friends with them. And I am cutting them off. So please do not contact me because you will not be able to reach me. I blocked them from contacting me via email, I blocked their numbers in my phone, I removed them from my Facebook um, and all other social accounts, I blocked them, I think I also locked down my account at the time so it was restricted, any mutual friends that I had with them, I removed them, even down to on my LinkedIn page, a couple of them I reached out to and said, you know, no longer talking to X, Y and Z. And just so that it's not awkward and difficult for you, I'm just going to remove you off my Facebook page. So you don't feel inclined to chat what I am doing back to them to cause up a different conversation. So respectfully, I see you from a distance, no hard feelings. Um, but yeah, this is what I've got to do. And I think there comes a part of your life where you've got to really think, is someone feeding your appetite or removing the appetite to the point where you're now suffering from malnutrition? Now. It was a very, very tough choice to cut them off as friends because I loved them. Absolutely loved them. They got me out and I will never cover it up. They got me out of some very difficult situations. They supported me during a very difficult time of when I had my daughter and before then. 
Um, and they gave good friendship. When we had good friendship, we laughed, we cried, we joked and did all that stuff. But I think the season for those friendships came to an end. We had a bond. And a bond that I thought was going to be everlasting. But when I sit back and I look at them. I don't think they were a two-way friendship. I think sitting back and looking at it. Some of that relationship, friendships that I had. Seemed to be one-sided at times. And at different seasons, I didn't, when I tried to give support, I don't think the support was received the same way as when they gave support. So the dynamics of our friendship changed. And near the end of it, I felt like, I wasn't gaining, I was just drained. I was just drained, I was exhausted. Friends are supposed to be the people that you go to, to to chop it up with and to laugh with and to just plan future with. Friendships are supposed to feed us as well as we feed them. I was broken after those friendships because outside of my uni friend who our friendship was still fairly new we were still learning setting boundaries understanding each other going through everything as friends do you know learning the trust all of that like two friends that I had gone years and years with just destroyed and I don't think I showed it as much, but I most probably moaned uh, very much to my uni friend and really confided in my mum and my sister who, you know, also showed me that at times it was very one-sided, the, the friendship, and maybe I was just expecting too much from them. Or maybe they just valued me a little bit different and I didn't gauge the values and didn't equal it out those friendships mentally challenged me to really want to adjust how I treat and manage friendships and what I really am looking for in a friendship we bring individually so much to the table and we don't always see it. We don't see what we bring. We might not share our knowledge. We might not share our learnings. We might not share our hearts and be vulnerable. But when we do, it can spark up such a rich friendship and an honest one. After the last friendships, I haven't really allowed that many people to be close with me. 
I got two. My uni friend and a friend I met via work. And I've known her since I was 18. She's she's aware of all the friendships. But it's really interesting that the ones I wasn't in the pocket of so much are the ones that I have still really solid friendships and the ones that do not expect to talk to me every single day and do not expect all of my attention and understand life, the changes, the ups and downs, the seasons, the times when you've got to come close, the times when you need a bit of distance. They understand that. I didn't know what that was. I thought friends always had to be together, always had to talk, always had to jam. So when I lost them, I lost a part of me. I got into a state of some form of depression because everything I thought was completely opposite. Trust was broken. The love was gone. It questions and makes you question everything which is why now I value every friendship that I have I need my mental peace I need it it feeds me I can say I did win (laughs) from no longer being friends with them that's a strange one but the loss of them was what brought me to the Lord. It's what made me find and reestablish my relationship with God. Because I questioned so much. I was just, anyone who knew me at the time would have seen there was a bit of a sadness to me. And there was a bit of me that was lost and I couldn't really figure it out. I knew I lost the friendship, but there was just like a chunk of me just gone. I was like seeking and wanting and I just needed something. And it was that time when I found church and I learned about God all over again and I self-discovered him for myself and from discovering him myself and spending time with him has also allowed me to reflect and look at myself a bit more because I'm not perfect and I don't think I have always been the best friend I don't always think I've been a great friend I think sometimes I've been very wishy-washy Sometimes I haven't been consistent. And sometimes maybe I haven't truly valued my friendships. Now, all of the females that I mentioned, they would have their own versions of how they see me. And, you know, it could be completely different because they'll have their own accounts. This is the account that I can relate to you and I went through. But there's no judgment when they 
have to share their account to people that they know because that's how they felt at the time. But one thing I can be honest about is I now know what it takes to be a good friend. Through all that I've gone through, for all that I've experienced with female friends, there is something really special about having a female sister friend that sees you for you, doesn't judge you for anything. You can laugh with, you can cry with, you can talk to openly. You can share your future, you can share your ideas and they feed into it. They infuse you. They don't just go along with what you tell them, but they challenge you. I think there's a different relationship with a partner and a friendship. And I think the two should clearly be distinguished. But I think along our journeys, along our lifetime while we're here, we should really look at the friendships that we have around us and try and establish which ones should I really be feeding into? Which ones really need me? And which ones do I need? Because it's got to be two ways. Many times without us realising a lot of our friendships are very one-sided. And a friendship needs to be very balanced, levelled out. You're both giving, you're both taking. You're both flourishing together. And as scales, you can balance yourselves up. Or if one outweighs the other, then you know how to feed the other to bring these scales to balance each other back out again. Because ever so often, you know, one needs more than the other. And it's just knowing I can give you that. And along the way, we're going to even ourselves back out because that's what we do. There's high seasons, there's low seasons. And I think I've really, really understood that with my friendship, with my uni friend. And the reason I call her out is it's strange how we met I'll do that on another episode but how we are here now seeing each other grow separate but grow together I just find it phenomenal and amazing like other friendships we've been Batty and Bench Bonnie and Clyde but my uni friend, we went to uni together. She supported me through it. I helped out where I could. <laughs> but she very much supported me as Kyla was very young. We come out. We work. 
we stay in contact, we meet up, we have dinner, we grow, we travel, we really value each other, we experience each other's different cultures, we absorb each other's families, we value the time that we have together. And when one's down, we pick the other up. And I don't always think I've been the best friend to her. But she's understood where I've come from and she hasn't judged me for it. She's just said, let me give her a moment or let me see how she is or let me check in or let me pull her up. Let me call her out of her name, whatever it is. I'm not going to get in my feelings because of X, Y and Z. We have not really argued. We bickered, my wife and husband, we bicker. There's been no reason for us to argue. And I think that's because we know each other. We see each other. We appreciate each other. We respect each other. And we've set boundaries without actually sitting there and saying we have set boundaries in all of the activities that we've done, in all of the experiences that we've gone through. We've set our boundaries when we talk, when we communicate and when we plan. And from that, we've been able to blossom. I can say we are nearly 21 years in. (laughs) It's a life sentence in itself, but it's the friendship that has allowed me. Or it's the friendship that has restored my faith in friendships, because through that friendship, other friendships have birthed. And has birthed in such a way that I take them as my friends. And also, you know, my friendships from being in the church and finding God again. And valuing people's time, effort has allowed me to birth other friendships and value them And know that it's okay to have other friends. And it's okay to be yourself. And it's okay to not talk every day. Because you know what? Life goes on. And life isn't always for you to be in someone's pocket. Or for someone to be in your pocket. Life is for you to experience the ups and the downs, the highs, the lows. It's for you to really feel out what it is that you need and want and being able to separate a friendship from a relationship with your partner. Now, you may not think it's that deep because some may say I've had this friend for 
40 years all my life. But you know what? Ladies, girls, friends. Not all friendships are like that. And we've all had a turning point. We've all had a dip. We've all seen something different. We all question our friendships that we have now. And are they conducive to where I am? Or have I allowed them to just continue as is out of fear of being by myself? I just say to you, those friendships that have broken us today, let's turn the page. Let's learn and figure out and forgive the fact that we may have not understood or articulated ourselves the way we could have properly. We may have been going through a season or they may have been going through a season that we didn't understand and was unable to communicate and support at that time. We're here now and we can make a difference. There's no point us crying over spilt milk. So... If there's some things you think, you know what, I need to cut ties on. I no longer can continue this friendship. I would suggest that you start to jot down your reasoning and figure out if you need to put some safeguarding in the way to support them or if it's not required and you just need to separate. You're not going to be alone. All of us are so unique, so different to the point that we will always attract a different set of women to us. Sometimes there's seasons when we've just got to reevaluate ourselves and who we are, which causes us to have a little break where we can just reflect, chill out. And open ourselves up for something new. But take one step at a time. Set boundaries. Get to know yourself. And get to know who they are. Allow them to show you all of who they are. And those new friendships. The ones that you're like, well, I'm not too sure of. The friendships that are rekindling after so many years. Don't dismiss it and think, here we go again. They might be in a different season, a different phase. They might generally be sorry and you might actually forgive them and look past it. They might be healing from something and you might be there long term or for a season to support them just take it day by day allow yourself to make new friends allow yourself to show how amazing you can be with same sex 
friendships. Don't become dormant and stagnant because of previous friendships. Don't stop your social life and don't stop, you know, laughing and having a girly time because you feel bad of other friendships. Sometimes we need a different scenery. Sometimes we need different people around us. And sometimes those different people help us to restore what we may have lost or allow us to find things that we didn't even know or had given thought to. Just take one step at a time. But don't go back. Keep looking forward. It's been a bit of a whirlwind today where I have spoken about friendship. Let me know your thoughts on friendship. Let me know your views. I have done a handout for this episode. Don't forget to download it from the website or, you know, from the social accounts. Take a moment to complete and then if you feel comfortable, share it with me. Everything you place in it will remain anonymous unless you stipulate and you don't mind. You also have an opportunity to ask me a question or request a topic. Nothing is off the cards. Before the next episode, remember... Take a second to reset. Hit control, alt, delete in your head. We are on this journey together of being vulnerable, owning our truth, building on our future and becoming the best version of ourselves. Until next time, to share this podcast with someone else, Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, subscribe to YouTube, Twitter. Just type my name, Colleen underscore Myers. And then on Instagram and Facebook, it is also the Striving Butterfly podcast. And I definitely need your help by leaving a review and a rating of this podcast i'm still a newbie so all the love and support for this to be a success i am definitely counting and praying on i am your host colleen thank you for listening and remember control alt delete speak soon